My favorite book of 2023 was, in fact, Walter Isaacson's Elon Musk. If you don't know Walter Isaacson, he's got to be the best biographer to have ever have existed. I have read Codebreaker about uh, Jennifer Doudna, uh, The Innovators, Ben Franklin, Einstein, Da Vinci, and he just continues to put out just amazing content. And I just love how he gets complete access, just just the way he presents the facts of the matter is as objective as possible while still instilling his own style of narrative. And that's what I love about him. Here's the open facts and you can just ultimately make your case. My other favorite book by him for was Steve jobs in just something of note, how much respect Steve had for Walter Isaacson is this is the only approved and the only biography that Steve Jobs actually contributed to that is out there. It is just 100% transparent who Steve Jobs was, the good, the bad, and that is the same for Elon Musk. And I couldn't help but notice the differences between these two incredible innovators. It really boils down to a couple things. Number one, this reality distortion field. This isn't something that people necessarily have coined a phrase around Elon Musk, but it was definitely something notable about Steve Jobs. The reality distortion field was just Steve's ability to convince others that something can be achieved. So, for example, the iPhone couldn't be done. And he was either going to remove people from the equation that didn't believe it or convince them otherwise. If you even want to go back even further, it's with the Macintosh. Steve was more on the designer than the engineering side, where everything had to be just so. When someone opens up a Macintosh computer, everything's going to be so neatly in its place. And that was just kind of like the key differentiator of Steve Jobs. And he was just not willing to give in on any of that. And engineers... They just don't think about that. You're going to close up the computer. No one's going to look inside. So really, who cares? Well, Steve Jobs does. Another notable thing, when you get a device nowadays and you open it up, it's got battery life. That is something that Steve Jobs had originally. And I should caution because I've, I've tried to research this to, to figure out if this is actually the case, but... When the iPods came out, Steve wanted the person to have a complete unboxing experience that when they open up the device, it's ready to go. It's got to charge. And because of that, people in the supply chain and the whole procurement side of things were just like, oh, my God, like this is going to add unnecessary power and cost and time. But that's what Steve Jobs wanted. And from anything I could find, that was the first instance of when electronics came with a charge. So. You have Steve Jobs to think of why, when we get a device nowadays, it's already good to go. And that that's that reality distortion field. If he would have just been able to, like, just to give in to whoever was on the supply chain side and say, hey, no, this is completely unnecessary. It's going to add this cost, yada, 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 then we wouldn't have changed, like, this whole unboxing experience. And now it becomes pretty standard. If you get a device and it's not charged, I mean you get kind of annoyed, right? Like now you got to plug it in. You got to wait for it to charge before you get to use it. And Steve jobs, that's just kind of the little things about him. And then we have Elon Musk. Well, let's look at the electric vehicle market time and time again, when I was younger, 
Electric vehicles are the future. Maybe hydrogen vehicles are the future. But yet they never come to market. They're not cost effective or they just won't take you that far. And it wasn't until Elon who came in with this reality distortion mindset that he was going to get it done. He was going to push anyone that was in his way out of the way. He was going to challenge regulatory issues and he was just going to get the right people in the right place. And that's how he got it done. Same with the privatized space market, like the ability to even think that you can have your own space company and launch individuals to space. I mean, it's just incredible. Now, the difference between the two is Steve Jobs. Yeah, he had Next. Yeah, he invested in Pixar, but mainly it was Apple. Elon, time and time again, just continually innovates, thinks of different ideas, thinks outside the box. And between the two, Elon, very engineering focused, likes to hire engineers and multitude of facets of like, whether it's like sales or the supply chain, he just likes people that can actually be hands-on with whatever they're trying to achieve and have the empathy and understanding and have that ability to think as an engineer throughout the whole supply chain of whatever it is. Steve Jobs, on the other hand, more of designing focus, more innovation focused, getting people that are more talented than him in the places that they need to be to achieve what they need to achieve and just like kind of really push the envelope of what individuals think are possible. That's kind of both. Now, another commonality between these two. They're both assholes. I think Elon has admitted to the fact he's self-diagnosed with Asperger's. Steve Jobs has been notable even to his companion, Steve Wozniak. And Steve Wozniak is mentioned in this beginning of this book. When I was reporting on Steve Jobs, his partner Steve Wozniak said that the big question to ask was, did he have to be so mean? So rough and cruel, so drama addicted. When I turned the question back to Waz at the end of my reporting, he said that if he had run Apple, he would have been kinder. He would have treated people that he would have treated everyone there like family and not summarily fired people. Then he paused and added, but if I had run Apple, we may never have had the Macintosh. And thus the question about Elon Musk. Could he have been more chill and still be the one launching us toward Mars and electric vehicle future? I don't know. If you're someone that's willing to give in, and he does, both of these individuals, they're not stupid. Like, I would say objectively, they're geniuses and a couple of the biggest geniuses of our time. They're not just going to be complete with complete without rationale and understanding of different objectives, but they are going to push people and push people. And if people can't come back at them as to why it can't be achieved, they're going to continue pushing. And with that becomes an attitude of, let's just call assholeism. And I just don't know. Like if, if you think of CEOs, for example, they tend to be on the scale of mental issues more on the sociopath kind of side because they have to have a vision. They have to adhere to it and they have to believe what they're doing is right and continue pushing forward. Sometimes at the risk of losing people, pissing people off. But ultimately if you're a bad CEO, if you're a bad founder, you're going to be ousted. Both of them have been ousted. Elon Musk from OpenAI, Steve Jobs from Apple at a time, and they learn from it and they come back from it with differences. So 
it's again, it's not without reason. It's not without rationale, but it is interesting that the commonality between them and a number of founders or innovators or geniuses of time are assholes. So let me know what you think. Like, is, is this a necessity to be a visionary, to want to push the envelope of things? Or is it just, you know, is, is there a better way to do it? We can even look at like Tim Cook and how he's running Apple. It, he, apparently he's a, an operations mindset. He's by any public account, a friendly individual, someone that people love to work for. But Apple, I would say, is not the way Apple was under Steve Jobs. When's the last time we got a true, unbelievable innovation where Apple is just completely leading the market? We do have Apple Silicon. We have gotten the Apple Watch. We've gotten a number of things. But something that slaps in your face, oh my God, this is revolutionary, like the iPhone. And the presentation of the initial iPhone is still one of the greatest public speaking engagements that anyone has ever made. It's a masterclass. Highly recommend watching it. So just something to think about. And that's what I love about reading books by people who have been there, done that, like Steve Jobs, like Elon Musk, or his other biographies like Jennifer Doudna, who start, who uh, discovered invented CRISPR, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, for example, Ben Franklin, uh, this book called The Innovators. That's what I love, the people who have been there, done that.